Welcome to Drinking from the Grind Hose with myself, Obi Spencer, and my partner in crime, Ed. We're a couple of cranky old men in training, and we're here to bitch and moan. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get a podcast. Ed, you have anything for us to start with today? You know, before we jump into episode two today, Obi, just one thing. Our, uh, our fraternity brother, Stump, is celebrating his 50th birthday today on the day we're uh, taping, so not on the day this is going to drop. And uh, obviously, he's a, as a 50-year-old man, he's a little closer to being a crankier old man than we are, uh, but hopefully he can learn from us and uh, be the crankiest he is. You know, He was a pretty cranky 20-year-old, if I recall. But um, So happy birthday, Stump. And so I'm really excited about tonight's episode, Obi. One, it's episode two, so that's great. So we made it past episode one. And we are doing our second. And the, and the other thing, which is a little interesting, is tonight's our origin story. Tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about why is our podcast called Drinking from the, the Garden Hose? Everybody loves an origin story. And like in good movies, it's best to push the origin story off to the second movie. So I think we did it right here. Yeah. Or if we're in the Marvel Universe, we would, uh, I don't know, push it off until after everyone's dead. And then you would actually have the origin stories. But Either X-Men does the same thing, but either way, tonight's our origin story. So really going to get into why, why drinking from the garden hose. And I, you know, if you haven't figured it out already, it's, it's one, uh, both ways, uphill both ways was already taken. Uh, because we all know that we used to walk uphill both ways to school back in our day. In um, but drinking from the garden hose, I'll be right. You can't do that anymore. We used to drink from the garden hose all of the time, but apparently you can get cancer from that today. Uh, yes, that you get cancer from that. Uh, you get cancer from chewing gum, let alone swallowing it. You, <laughs> you can't go out in the sun without SPF 80, uh, no more oil on your skin. Lots of things you can't do anymore because it's all going to kill you. Yeah, so that's why we call it drinking from the Garnos. But you know, at the end of the day, the good old days, and we're when we talk about the good old days, we're we're Gen Xers, we're talking about the 70s and into the bleeding into the 80s and you know sometimes we may talk about the 90s uh, but that's more of uh when we were young adults but you know so you think about the good old days kids just really don't understand how good we had it Obi. right like so let's let's just go through a couple things how good we had it right and this isn't necessarily in a top 10 order or anything but just things i'm gonna throw out there for you to think about we used to be able to walk home from school our parents would say oh you're walking home from school today great see you when you get home not only yes we could walk home from school and we could have detention. So our parents didn't know when we were walking home from school. Now, when my kids were in elementary school, detention, the kid got in trouble. He didn't get detention. What's that all about? And they wouldn't let him out of school unless I was there to pick him up. A block walk. I had to have an adult there to pick him up so he could walk a block. You know, it makes me think about another thing, the late bus. The late bus was a thing when we were growing up. Because when you got detention, you got to take a late bus home. Yeah. No late buses anymore. You got to go pick your kid up. And <laughs> I don't even think, do they even do detention anymore? Because parents are working. Kids can't stay after school. They got to get on the regular bus because they're not walking home. So that's just something. Kids will never understand walking home from school. And, you know, they may think, kids may think walking home from school is a chore. It actually wasn't. Because all my friends walked home from school. It was just an extension of the school day without a teacher. It was a great thing. So walking home from school is something I think kids there are missing out on. I think another thing. Yeah, go ahead. As I said, it was a free recess period. 
Like absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, there's there's a reason it's called three o'clock high. That's when all the fights took place, right? Yes. Yes. So if you had to fight a kid, it was always after school walking home. So you know, nothing good ever happened after school walking home, which is probably why nobody walks home from school anymore. But I'm going to tell you, it was a lot of fun back in the day. Latchkey kids. So when we walked home half the time or most of the time, we got home and our parents weren't even there, which is why we could have detention and no one would know or care because our parents were at work. Who lets their kids come home after school today unattended? Obi, do you? Uh, well, mine are old enough now. But no, I remember that was a whole debate. Now, my, my oldest, his best friend is the youngest child. So, you know, everything happens a little earlier for that youngest child. His older sister was an eighth grader, no, ninth grader before her parents let them. And so this was like, do we start in seventh? Do we start in eighth? When do we let the kids home without us being home? Because we're at work. So, yeah, that's a, that was a trouble. We're in second, third grade. I think as early as I can remember, I came home. Oh, forgot my key. I knew how to climb up onto my roof, pop my brother's window open when I forgot my key. My kids now, we have three keys around the house. They probably can't find them. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you, we started with my oldest in sixth grade, but uh, she had a cell phone. We had a ring doorbell cam. I have cameras in the house. I could unlock the door remotely. You know, like <laughs> there was nothing latchkey about it, right? She came home and she was fully supervised. So uh, times were different. We came home, like you said, second, third grade. Imagine being home alone, second and third grade. Again, maybe it doesn't seem like fun to you, but I'll tell you this. You could eat all the Oreo cookies you wanted to eat. No one was there to tell you no cookies. What happened to the candy bars? I don't know. You know that, when our parents would get the 30 candy bars for the, to sell for the sports team, it was like, oh, the candy bars are home. <laughs> yeah, you, walk, you ran home from school that day and walked. I'll tell you something else. Obi, that used to happen back in the day that doesn't happen anymore. Metal slide. These, are, these slides are all plastic slides today. And they're also short. They're like five or six feet tall. You know, we were growing up, we had metal slides that were probably 12 to 15 feet tall. And they always faced the sun. So you burned your skin all the way down. You know, that's one of those things where I'm like, were our slides bigger or, we, or were we just smaller? And then you see like pictures of jungle gyms from like the 60s and you realize how safe they got from the 60s to the 80s and you're like oh no ours are definitely taller than these plastic ones now they have corkscrews but those i've noticed those are slower so oh. we had fast and straight and they have slow and plastic no fun there no remember racing we up the slides while other kids were coming down the slides oh. yeah, and you would you could kind of play king of the hill on the slide with other kids coming down. The other thing you could do on the slides back in the day is you could have like long jump competitions off the end of the slide. Like who could land the furthest off the slide? Yeah. You do that on those corkscrews today. What the winning, the winning jump is what? Three inches. Come on. That doesn't, oh yeah. Kids don't know what they have it today. You know, another thing, you know, drinking from the garden hose back in the day is just being able to get on your bike summer. Now get on your bike and disappear. As long as you were home before it got dark, your mom never knew where you went. I had a rule. Just don't go past this road, which is like three miles away, and don't go past this road, which was like another three miles. I could be anywhere in that six-mile radius. And as long as I was home before it got dark, I could do it again the next day. You, you'd ride into that area, 
and you're the last kid there, you see a pile of bikes. You just threw your bike down in that pile. And then you start looking for where they were playing manhunt, hide and seek, wiffle ball, whatever the game was. You're like, I'm late, but here's where the bikes are situated. Just threw the bike down. And we talked about this last week. You know, we got bikes for freedom. They're going to lose cell phones. It's uh, Yeah, it's amazing. And, and it, you know, on that whole bike thing, so the other thing, no play dates, right? Not a lot of summer camp, right? Now kids go to summer camp as more of a form of child care. I don't know how much fun summer camp is when you have to go there. Right. And no play dates. My mom never called Jimmy's mom up to say, hey, can Jimmy play with Eddie today? Um, I would find him. I would find his bike. That's when I played with Jimmy. And if Jimmy's bike wasn't there and Billy's was, I played with Billy that day. That's how it works. Absolutely. And like, you know, I, I had a situation where I, I I used to hang out with one guy in the beginning of the summer. He would go on vacation, and then the other guy would had a I guess he had an early summer vacation. I don't know, but he would just magically show up when the other guy vanished, and he's like, "Boom, your summer's over. Okay, my his summer's beginning." And then yeah, but you're right. We all met at the same spot. It was all this like I said, we used to ride up to the the one park, throw our bikes down, whoever was there, you know. Sometimes you didn't like the people who were there, but you were stuck. It was either that or go home and do nothing. You're like, guess I'm playing with these fools. Or they're like, I'm with it. it's just how it was. Yeah, because we didn't have moms and dads setting yeah. stuff up for us. Which so, led to, you know, you know yeah. what? It's led to something I think you have on your list was the legendary rock fights that would just ensue out of nowhere. We're not talking tag. We're talking rocks. Yeah, I don't know. So, Obi, you know, when I was, when I was younger, we, we did the rock fights. And we were a lot like the stormtroopers, right? The great thing about a rock fight is that you you don't hit anybody. I mean, oh. if you think about it, if you hit somebody, there's a problem. And, and the stormtroopers, if they actually shot Luke and Leia, that would be a problem. So thank God they miss all the time. So we had this one legendary rock fight where I actually hit somebody. I hit a kid right above the eye, blood everywhere. You know, of course, no parents around, right? So we got to get the kid back to, to my house was closest, got him back to my house. He was uh, one of my best friend's younger brother. So the whole way back, we're coaching him on what to say. Because the last thing he could say was it was a rock fight. So we were talking about this is what happened. And, you know, of course, the best story we came up with is we were hiking through the woods. And he stepped on a, a stick and a rock popped up and hit him in the eye. Um, and, uh, you know, we really thought our parents fell for that one that day. <laughs> <laughs> Until I told my mom that story one day, you know, when I was a teenager. I'm like, you know, remember that rock fight? She goes, I know. There's no way you could step on a rock, a stick, and a rock would cut your, you know, gash your eye open. So, <laughs> rock fights. They don't have rock fights anymore because there's always parents watching. Always. And you have fun. What, what? I mean, throwing rocks at your friends for like hours and never hitting them, that's a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. So, I want to go into something else. Like, let's talk about youth sports. Baseball was one season back in the day. One you season. You didn't have fall ball. You didn't have winter balls one season. Now, I'll tell you something else about baseball back in the day. There were cuts in Little League. If you were 12 years old and you weren't good, you still played in the minors. Damn, you might be playing in coach pitch if you weren't good. That doesn't happen anymore, Obi. You're automatically on the team because that's the age group you're in. That's right. You're, you're on the team. They need up. There's too many kids. We'll just make another team. So it was easy breezy, easy breezy. Oh, there it is now. You're right. It was it was something. And, you know, I'm not even sure we had to play as many innings as the kids have to play now when they make the team. And participation trophies, that was not a thing either. Yeah, and I know that's a, that's a popular thing for everyone to rail on. 
So I don't know if we'll spend a lot of time or any time other than the fact that was a thing. <laughs> no such thing as a participation trophy. I you were either, as, as Ricky Bobby said, you're either first or you're worst. I will say this, though, about uh, participation trophies. Um, in a lot of schools and for a lot of kids, that varsity letter was a participation trophy. Like, you got a participation trophy. If you were on the worst team in the league, you got that letter. It was like, oh, but the team was 0-17. That, that was the early participation trophy. Yeah, but you, you should probably keep that quiet. That might be cutting too deep for some of our listeners. So let's not let's not go into that, Obi. So, right. so here's something, you know, because we're obviously we're Casanovas back in the day. What kids don't understand is trying to get the attention of a girl back in the day, right? So the kids today, they Snapchat them, they text them, they Instagram them, and it's and, and it's easy, right? Yep. No, it's not. The joy was what we had to do. We had to sit by the phone, Obi, remember? And, and, and be shaking. If we were lucky to have a push dial, usually it was a rotary, but we had push dial, we, we would call the girl's phone number. We'd put the phone to our ear that was stuck to a cord to the wall. So we had to be in front of our parents because I was sitting in the kitchen. And then- Who, calling? Who are you calling? Inevitably, I'm calling my, the girl's house where her parents live with one house, with one phone in the house, the parents may answer. So I have the fear of God that the dad's going to answer. And if he does, I, I stutter out what I want to say. And if he doesn't, it's like winning the lottery, right? Obi, am I right? Absolutely. There was nothing scarier than having a father. And if kids ever see a movie where somebody's throwing a rock at a window to get a girl's attention, it was better to throw a rock and risk breaking the window and knowing you could run away than possibly having to talk to the father and be like, hello, is she home? Who is this? Oh, nope, nope, nope. That was just, I mean, that, that was scarier than being than any other rejection that she could possibly throw at you. Is she? I mean, this this poor guy who lived down the street from me, he used to think somebody would just call him and breathe heavy and hang up on him all the time. It was just me because I couldn't get the words out. Oh. But I, 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 Obi, I got something for you on the rock throwing at the window. Since you brought it up, I got to tell you this story. Now, it wasn't back in the day so much. I was old enough to be driving a car and probably old enough to, to have a, a beverage or two. And my, so I was a designated driver and my buddy had probably one too many and he wanted to go see his girl who was home sleeping at the time. So we pull up front, go up to the house and he starts knocking on a window. And uh, I said, I specifically said to him, I said, are you hundred percent positive? This is your, uh, your, your girlfriend's um, room. And he says, I'm hundred percent positive, right? So I say, you sure about that? Absolutely. Not its parents. Nope, not the parents. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. All of a sudden, the front door opens. I dive into the bushes. Who do you think comes out of the front door? Not the girlfriend. The dad. He was knocking on the parents' window. So the dad says, hey, what are you doing here? And he says, uh, 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 and I I just want to see. Because you've been drinking, haven't you? And he goes, uh, Maybe. He goes, you better not be driving. Oh, no, I'm not driving. Ed's in the bushes over there. <laughs> so I have to come crawling out of the bushes. I, Mr. So, you know, I don't want to, you know, keep people innocent here. But can you believe that? <laughs> he threw you right. Hey, 
he was saving himself. Better to be so better to be having a designated driver to have a second chance than uh, you know. You don't matter. Yeah, he probably would never let his daughter date a drunk driver. So I, I get it. And he wasn't driving drunk, but I was hiding in the bushes for a reason. I was quick enough to get in there. But in any event, Obi, one last thing I, I want to talk about uh, with the girls, though. So okay, so you get the courage up. They actually talk to you on the phone. Now you want to impress them. So you want to give them some music that they can listen to. Mm-hmm. So remember what we had to do back in the day? The we had to make mixtapes. How did, how, did, how did we make the mixtape, Obi? You listen to the radio. You hope you knew what song it was in the top 40 that weekend. And you timed it, the record button, and you had to wait for the song to end or you had to rewind. You had little numbers you could look at so you could figure out where the song was. But it was really just a two-finger dance, record and play at the same time. And, ho- and hope you get the song. And of course, when you're the the more interested you were in the girl, the more likely it was that you'd get static on the radio when you were trying to record that song. <laughs> or the DJ would decide to go extra long and ruin the whole intro to the song, right? Right, right, right. You have to listen to Spider Harrison do the lead into the to the to the song. So that's you know, we just wanted to give everyone a piece of of insight into why this podcast is called drinking from the garden hose and you know why we're a couple of cranky you know actually a couple of men uh cranky old men training so so let's talk about the show a little bit more so the layout is you know we talk about a topic every every episode which we just did which was our origin story and then we have two segments that really go tie into every week we'll tie into that drinking from the garden hose concept so the first segment is called back in the day and really what all that is is an opportunity for Obi and myself to just to rant a little bit about, you know, hey, back in my day, this isn't how stuff went down, right? So we'll have that every every episode. We'll get to that in a second. And then we'll end with just a real quick segment on whatever happened to. And that's where we're going to talk a little nostalgia on a, maybe a product, a game, maybe a food that you just don't get anymore. But that was something you really wanted back in the day. So that's kind of how this plays out. So Obi, we'll just go We'll just go into back in the day, and uh, I'll let you start. What's your back in the day rant today? So this is a little weird. Uh, my wife has gotten into video game playing because my kids are both big gamers. And back in the day when you were playing video games, the only thing that really mattered was what is that next graphics card? What's the next graphics going to look like? How much more realistic can it look like? How much more realistic can it look like? That was the goal. And now they are selling games with complicated stories and, and top of the line $60 games that have 8 bit graphics. Back in the day, you could not compete if you could not up your graphic game. And it was just crazy to, to watch these new video games like, hey, we don't care about graphics. Because back in the day, that's all that mattered. You know, Obi, I, uh, I guess they always say every fashion comes back after a time, right? I saw this thing on George the other day. Apparently, joint jorts are coming back. So apparently, you know, Vic Commodore 64 uh, computer games are coming back. In television, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, remember Picks? You have to call up uh, Channel 11 and go, Picks, Picks, and try to win a prize. So here's my back in the day rant. You know, back in the day, fireworks, Obi, were one day a year. It was 4th of July. Now, maybe your whole neighborhood was lit up like the 4th of July down at Macy's because everyone was shooting off fireworks, but it was one day a year. Now, it seems as though it starts at Memorial. Actually, 
let's take it back. It starts on New Year's Day. I got Yahoo setting off fireworks on New Year's Day. And then there's a little bit of a break because it's probably too cold for people to go outside. And then Memorial Day, it really starts to kick in. And I got I got things popping off all over around my house through Memorial Day. We get into June. It gets worse. And I'm just fearing the next five days, um, partly because I'm a cranky old man in training. But more importantly, I have a dog now. Like, I'm a mature adult. And my dog doesn't like fireworks. So, people, fireworks, one day a year. I'm fine with that. Shoot off all the fireworks you want on 4th of July. I'll deal with my dog. We'll put him in the basement. I'll put his thunder shirt on. We'll deal with it. He's a big boy. He can handle it. But every freaking day, back in the day, that crap didn't happen. So I, I just got to give you a tiniest little bit of pushback. Just curious. So we had, when I was growing up, we had 4th of July. But we also had, when the, when the carnies came to town, they would have three nights of fireworks. You didn't have, you didn't have that? So I want you to understand what my rant is about. It's not about sanctioned public legal fireworks. Ah. I'm talking about the uncle who knows a guy who's selling crap out of his van down by the river, you know? Yes. And then he comes back and they got the Macy's show in their backyard. And you got the drunk uncle who's out there lighting it off as he's tipping around. I mean, listen, when I was growing up, I had two uncles that used to shoot bottle rockets at each other. It was like a high octane rock fight, right? Because they never hit each other, but if they did, boy, what did that ruin the party, right? So I'm, I, I'm. Listen, I'm, not, I'm fine with shows. They're over, you know, they're farther away. My dog can't hear it. But when my neighbor is, I, I'm telling you, I got a video, of the freaking Fourth of July Macy's show in my backyard. That's what I'm ranting about. Okay, understand. Com completely get it. Completely <laughs> get it. That that makes a lot more sense. So, Obi, whatever happened to Tang? The that stuff, Tang, it was powder. You drink that in the morning. The astronauts drank it. That stuff, I felt like I was going to be on the right stuff when I, I drank that in the morning. You can't get Tang anywhere. Now, I have a theory. Is it because the space shuttle stopped going up and we stopped sending astronauts into space? We don't need Tang anymore? I'm not really sure. But whatever happened to Tang, Obi? My only guess is it's still up there orbiting with all the other space debris. I, I don't know what happened in Tang. But let me ask you, whatever happened to the Ponderosa Steakhouse? That place was great. We used to just go. It was like a, it was like a buffet with a steak. It was, it was unbelievable. And now they're gone. It was like the steakhouse my parents used to take me to. That in the ground round. And now they're both gone, actually. You know, you bring up Ponderosa Steakhouse which was where I, when I was a kid, I didn't like steak. And I think it's because of the Ponderosa Steakhouse because of the steak I had there. I, I remember always telling my parents, like, I don't like steak. I can't chew it. The other thing is you brought up the ground round. I mean, popcorn on the floor, movies playing, a clown making balloons, the ground round, that was the place. But you're right. Ponderosa Steakhouse, ground round, whatever happened to them. How do places like that go out of business? I don't know who's running those places and maybe, you know, capitalistic venture Hedge fund guys came in and raided them. I'm not really sure, but whatever happened to those things, Obi? I don't know. They're, they're out there maybe somewhere, just like that one random uh, blockbuster that's out in Alaska, but they're not, they're not in my town. I'll tell you that. They're both, they're both gone. 
the, the net the the coming netflix documentary the last ponderosa steakhouse yes there it is there it is coming coming to a theater near you i mean your house maybe one day we'll be doing whatever happened to movie theaters at the yeah <laughs> way things are going so i think that uh brings us to uh the end of our show if i'm not mistaken uh we can't wait for you to listen to us next week and, and just remember while you're listening to us uh, the charm is that we suck <laughs>